We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I welcome you to the Blessing from the Valley, and we are looking forward to getting into this principle today. And uh, we started this on our last episode, and we're just simply talking about and discussing how to deal with a troubled relationship, or what do we do when someone hurts us, or someone offends us, or someone trespasses against us. Let me throw another one out there. What happens when we start losing confidence in someone? And so what's God say about all of that? And I'm so thankful he does. He has so much to say about that. And that's what we want to share today. This is your host, Mark Brandon. And uh, what a joy it is to come to you with these principles today. Uh, Again, uh, I preface everything that I say uh, on behalf of this topic is because I believe this principle is being violated today. It's being ignored today. And because it's being ignored, there's a lot of unhealthy relationships going on today. There's a lot of broken relationships. And of course, I believe one of the reasons why is because of the rise of social media and not using it in a proper way. And uh, someone might say, well, Pastor Brandon, you know, the Bible really never dealt with, uh, you know, they didn't have social media in that day. And so, you know, is there principles that should uh, govern our use of social media? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, when we think about social media, uh, it should be used for the glory of God. Uh, You know, I've been thankful for social media during the pandemic time because, look, I've seen more devotions, uh, more of the word of God being shared uh, on the uh, Internet. And it was great encouragement to me. But also we also realize that it has also been used to hurt a lot of people as well. And to be honest, to hurt a lot. Of relationships. And so that's what we're kind of dealing with. We're trying to compare the way we want to deal with mending and fixing relationships and the way God has instructed us to mend or to fix a disagreement or an offense or a trespass, or even if you lose confidence in somebody, what do you do? What do you try to do? Well, we find it in Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. The Bible says, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, Go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. There is the first first part of this recipe. First part is go to him or her alone. Nobody else. You don't talk to anybody else about it. You go to him or her alone. Why? Because the Bible says, if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. That's what we want, right? That's the goal is to mend the relationship, if there was a confidence issue, to restore the confidence. And I want to just make this statement. We have to understand that we are going, there is no relationship that is not going to have struggle in it. Uh, We are all flawed people. Even if you're a Christian, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to have moment of weaknesses. You're going to have to struggle with your flesh. I don't know of any strong relationship that someone has not been hurt in it. (laughs) You know, some people have this idea, oh, I tell you what, we have a good relationship because no one's ever been hurt. No, you have a good relationship because you've learned how to forgive. You've learned how to let the Spirit of God aid you and going to that person and having the desire and to put the work in to talk out your differences or to understand one another. It might require forgiveness. 
It might require understanding. Then do it. Then do it. But we live in a day where, to be honest, I, I don't think we really value our relationships like we should. First of all, as I said, it takes courage to go to that person one-on-one. Listen, it's much easier to hide behind a phone, a text, a, a computer screen, a Facebook post. It's so easy to do all of that and to put out you know, your side of the story. But here's, here's the problem with that. That's not what God tells us to do. And to be quite honest, you have a side of the story. I have a side of the story. But look, until those two sides come to where they are in agreement, or at least they can be understood. See, so many people want to put their side of the story up on Facebook, but they better thank God that the other people don't put their side of the story up. See, that's not what God has designed when Christians enter into a relationship. He's designed for you, uh, me, uh, her, him to go alone and to talk it out. Why? Because it, what? Creates accountability. It creates understanding. And we both can understand one another better. And so, look, the goal of of meeting and talking one-on-one, if there's been an agree, a grievance or there's been a fault, if there's been a confidence issue, if there's been a trespass, is why? To gain the brother, to mend the relationship. Now, let's keep reading here in Matthew chapter 18 because we're obviously talking about how to mend uh, a relationship if someone is in the wrong. If you think they're in the wrong, the Bible says you're to go to them and talk to them, try to get it worked out. And then, but the Bible says, but if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more that in the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Now that is so important. When I read the Word of God, I am so thankful God covers all the bases. You know, I've been in ministry 25 years, and I've learned that you never do any good by just, you know, when people have problems and someone will never meet to try to establish those words, you're going to continue to have problems. See, here's the beautiful thing about what God lays out here. Okay, you go to someone out of love, out of humility. You say, look, we're, we're having some struggles here. I've lost some confidence in you. I feel like there's been something said. I've got some assumptions here. And so we ask, we talk, like the Bible says, we talk. Well, we can't come to some sort of an agreement. What's the Bible say to do then? I'll tell you what it says to do. Get on Facebook and put out more stuff. No, 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 no. Here's what he says. He says, look, you get you two or three people. and You go back and say, listen, we need to establish these words. This didn't work out real well. But my goal is I want to restore this relationship. There's some fault here, and I very well could be at fault, but I feel like there's some things here that we need to get worked out. So for us to have help, let's have to establish every word so everything can be accountable. It can be accountable. Uh, That's why you have two or three witnesses, because, again, it kind of takes away the my side and your side thing. See, people love the my side, your side. But see, God cuts right to the quick and says, hey, listen, If that my side, your side is so big of a deal, then look, you need to get two or three witnesses that you have confidence in that are there to establish every word. Now, let me give you a practical principle in that. Um, My wife and I do a lot of marriage counseling, but I've learned through the years it doesn't do a lot of good just to counsel with one part of that marriage. Because to be quite honest with you, the one person can say, 
anything that they want and have no accountability. You say, now, Pastor, have they always done that? Not always, but there has been some instances where when you do not have accountability there, good people will share their, share their side, but you're not getting both sides. There's not an understanding there, and there's no accountability. See, God's desire is accountability. Accountability. That you both have confidence in one another. And I've also learned this in relationships. It takes two to tangle. You know, we always want to come into a meeting thinking, well, I'm always right. I am the one that is right here and that person is wrong. Well, I've went into meetings before where I've even thought, hey, I'm, I'm completely right and the other person's in the complete wrong and I've learned differently. There's been things that I've helped aid in the failure of that relationship as well. So again, God's way is great. It's perfect. He says, look, then you go and get two or three witnesses and you establish every word. So then it takes away the my side and your side. Then truth is right there. And see, what does the Bible say about truth? Truth makes us free. We have liberty in truth. And so, see, that means sometimes that we have to be humble enough to accept our responsibility of maybe I was wrong. Maybe I have done something. And by the way, I would never know that unless I meet with someone because I would never know until they actually share with me what I have done or what I said. There could have been a misunderstanding. But two or three people are there to establish every word, to make sure that the truth is there. And then when we leave that meeting, we cannot go out and say, okay, now here's my side and here's your side. Why? Because you've got two or three people there that have heard all of it. Now, I want to just quickly, as just being in the pastorate for so many years, there has been times in my ministry that we've had to go this far, that they've tried to work some things out, then they've had to have some witnesses. They've had to have a group of people to establish the word. And the group of people have been there not to take sides. They've been there to take the side of truth and to be helpful to the two that are struggling in their relationship. And I want to say that, you know, when we think about this principle, all of this is done to restore a relationship. Now, I know that the next step is 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 quite a uh, quite a big step but all of this is done like he said to gain a brother but it also gives accountability now in 25 years of ministry i have never known of a situation that has that there's been some type of a grievance between two people i have learned in 25 years that the one that never wants to meet is normally the one not telling the truth. Now, that just sounds mean, but it's not mean. It Really, it's just common sense. Because, look, as long as we can run around and say anything we want with no accountability, people will do that. But see, God is much more wiser than that. He's much more wise than that. He says, no, you get two or three witnesses so that every word may be established. And when we think about that, that is so encouraging when we think about we have a God that that loves us enough, knows that we're going to have some troubles in our lives, knows that we're going to have offenses, knows that people are going to sin against us. And by the way, I could sin against someone else. That God gives us a beautiful recipe here, how to mend a relationship. And boy, I'll tell you right now, I've seen the Lord get involved in these things and 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 relationships not be quite where they are. And these principles be applied. 
I've seen God do some remarkable things. You know why? Because God's way works. God's way works. And so I pray that God will help us not to just vent, not to just use social media to get out and just blast people. As Christians, we ought to do it God's way. Go to him alone. If that's not if that doesn't work out, then get two or three witnesses and then meet in a spirit of love and humility and iron that thing out and establish every word so everybody is clear. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.